Freaks Podcast, and this is Mr. Glee. Hey, thank you for joining us today. We've got a special guest in today, Tommy Lewis from Square Footage Building Maintenance, and he's here today and give us a drop some juice and tell us about his business. Which, if you will mind, maybe introduce yourself and just tell us uh, some uh, tell us about you. What's up, everybody? My name is Tommy Lewis with Square Footage Maintenance and Remodeling, and yes, we do building maintenance as well as serving uh, the foot. I told you guys, but. Uh, native here and just blessed to be here and uh, with the podcast and we're going to drop some jewels so I, I, I hope y'all ready for this because we're going to drop some serious It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good day. Uh, I've known this brother for a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a good one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And if you would tell us a little bit about your about your, about your business or, 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 or business. Okay. You know. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Well I'm one of the proprietors of Square Footage Maintenance and Remodeling. Uh, what we do is we uh, renovate houses, uh, we provide maintenance uh, for a lot of uh, people around Nashville, a lot of companies, uh, HOA associations, things like that. Uh, but the majority of our business is we're not limited limited to building new construction or simply uh, remodeling uh, for ourselves or our private investors, uh, the general public. So, you know, that's what we do. The gist of it is. We just go in there and tie it up, make it look good. That's what's up. I've seen some of the pictures. Oh, we just yeah. real good work. Uh, real good work. The crazy thing is that in our business, you know, uh, being a black entrepreneur, in our business, we have to be two to three times better yes. than anybody else just to compete. So we take a lot of pride in what we do and our finished products. So, you know, we go a little bit over and beyond. Uh, what the normal expectations would be, you know, whether it's changing the light bulb yeah. all the way to paying the walls down and rebuilding and putting a new kitchen bathroom in it. So we take a lot of pride in what we do because we got to be twice as better uh, than our competitors just to compete on that stage. One job at a time, break them out. You ever remind me of what my mother told me, that, and, and uh, especially you know, I'm growing up in the 70s, or, you know, from the 70s. Definitely, that's what she told me. You know, sometimes uh, you have to be better than uh, than than uh, than other you know other ethnic groups. Sometimes uh, you gotta be better. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, we have to display, uh, go over over and beyond. But at the same time, uh, I always thought that you know, if you really want it, you know, go out there. You know, especially when you when you're branding your company, you know, mm-hmm. it's really important. In that process, when you're branding your company, really uh, getting your company's name out there and around people, mm-hmm. you, you want to take that type, that type of uh, expectation with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only take that expectation with you, but you want to be able to, to, to stand by that work. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to be able to stand by it. So you know, mm-hmm. you're, already, uh, you're already in a position where, you know, especially in my industry, people invite us into their home. Yeah. You know, nowadays, time. you know, Serious you time, came man. up where I came up. You ain't coming to the front door without calling. You know, you better not pull up from my what house. What you said? But we have that opportunity to go into individuals' homes. Yeah. And, and we have to have a certain amount of professionalism about ourselves, mannerisms, things like that. You know, we don't be ourselves. But, you know, we ain't gonna be, you know, yes men or nothing like that. But at the same time. Can't carry ourselves because we're representing a brand, and I expect that out of myself. Mm-hmm. I expect that out of my 
co-workers, colleagues, subcontractors that work for me. I don't care if they got their own company shirts on when they're on my job site to work for me. And uh, I expect the same type of uh, quality, professionalism uh-huh. from anybody that's going to network or associate themselves with my brand. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So that's something we had to establish. Sure. Something we got we to gotta carry out. You know, that, that thing right there can't be lazy. It can't be a Monday, Tuesday thing. It yeah. has to be a consistency in how you present your business and, uh, to other people. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So that's, that's where we are with that one. That's a good one. What I mean, what, and what gave you the, uh, what gave you the idea, or, or if, if, if that's a, you know, that's, uh, what gave you the idea to start your own business? Uh, coming off the entrepreneur. Truthfully speaking, I think it was a lot of, it was a lot of reasons why mm-hmm. I started it, but I think the motivation behind why I actually chose to do it was, mm-hmm. I got too many kids, you know. Yeah. I got yeah. too many kids, man. I mean, we we can speak, yeah. speak freely. Yeah, please, yeah, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Almost definitely. Yeah, yeah. I like women. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, yeah. I chose to have a lot of kids uh-huh. a lot early. I'm not, you know, I'm, 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 I'm I don't regret those decisions. Um, had I had I had an opportunity to do it all over again in another life, mm. I would do it the traditional way. I would have waited. I would have avoided so many pitfalls. You know, I would have avoided so many pitfalls, bad relationships and failed relationships and things that really just, in hindsight, slowed down my trajectory. You know, slowed my trajectory down. And uh, I think I would have just waited. I would have established myself first as a, as a man and established myself financially, you know, spiritually grounded financially and then I would have chose the right woman yeah. to, to have these kids by as opposed to having, you know, uh, kids with a woman you dating. Yeah, by woman, you know, women I just, you know, frequently frequent. I we we we, we <laughs> been there done. But that. nevertheless uh, I thank God for no no safe. There's no safe in ten of them. Okay, it was a guy, brother, sitting there too. He had nine. Yeah, he had nine. Yeah, he had nine. I had three boys. I'm going to tell you something to him. That's a heritage. Yeah, man. That's a heritage. You know, I got the whole package. Uh The thing of it is that I'm going to record and say this Uh, seven girls, three boys. I I fathered six of them. Mm -hmm. The four of them came to me to marry. Okay. They were very young. So I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, next. You know, dad, they know. Yeah. So, one thing, my dad, you know, salute you on that. Good man. Good man. He told. He told Mm -hmm. us. He told us earlier. She's she's good enough to lay down with, have a baby with. You better be there to take care of that baby. Yeah. And if you marry a woman with kids, back in the day, used to call them ready-made family. And uh, but if you choose to marry a woman and she has kids, you not only Know, marrying that woman, but you're marrying those kids too. And uh, who's taught that ain't no, you know, such word as stepkids. Mm. I never refer to any of my children mm-hmm. that I didn't call their stepchildren because steps are made to be climbed up on. Yeah, true. Stepped on. Never. We don't do that. We, you know, we refer to them as those are my kids. That's a good one, bro. You know, this is the way we 
way it is. Yeah. You know, I tell people about your TP is man, they about to follow in 2022. Yeah, right. Yeah, no help from the uh, government. I don't need none of that. Could you say that one more time? No help from the government. I don't All need right. none of that. I don't need the benefit. I don't, you know, if you need it, you need it. But I'm the type of man to where uh-huh. if I don't need it, and God has blessed me with a talent and wisdom, and you know, continue bless me with the health and strength to get up and go grind every day. years you've been cleaning and has uh, the cleaning game been good cleaning well we don't do any cleaning. oh you don't do no cleaning we, we do we, we, we're uh general contractor well, we build and remodel okay what well, can you uh let them know what they mean yeah so what we do in essence is that uh our company started i, I give the history like of the yeah. Real quick. yeah please uh-huh yeah, yeah. But, but you asked me a question that'll mm-hmm. run right in here so okay. maybe mm-hmm. i'll be able to answer both of them mm-hmm. Same. okay so, all right you asked me about what made me want to do it and I told the children, I got hurt because I was uh, doing some uh, work for uh, a company out in Galaxy and that was a uh, sister company for Peterbilt. So they did a lot mm-hmm. of welding tasks for, you know, these big uh, uh, rigs and stuff like that, you know, Peterbilt trucks. And I ended up being hurt uh, having to go to the emergency room uh, after picking up something heavy. Mm-hmm. Come to find out that I had two hernias that busted at the same time. And keep in mind, I've been on the job for a minute. A lot of things going through my head at that time because, you know, uh, it was decent money, but by the time, you know, you take child support out for the time, mm-hmm. four or five kids, then I got to pay the insurance on top of it, you know. So there's many days and nights that I, I went home crying because, you know, it, it just wasn't working. You know, I got paychecks and, and, you know, didn't even open them because I knew what they said, you know. Uh, I still got one of my paychecks that was for two cents. I mean, that the paper that was printed on was worth more than what they were, you know, what was on the check. And uh, that happened frequently, but I saw all the deductions came out, you know, child support to medical insurance and things like that. So sometimes I went to work for free, you know, as, as far as uh, uh, having any money at the end of the week, you know, went to work for free. But all my, my, my child support was being paid and my kids were taken care of, so I was okay with it. You know, when you put somebody in that type of situation, you have to have alternative income. And unfortunately, at that time, I wasn't, uh, you know, ready to start a business. You know, I was trying to revert, revert back, digress back to where I came from. You know, fighting two different, two different devils at the same time. You know, trying to do right and take care of my family and work 40, 50, 60 hours a week just to have $100 in gas for lunch money. And at the time, my wife taking care of all the bills in the house. And I'm thinking to myself, I can't go get the bag because I know how to do that. But at the same time, if I did that, I run the risk of, you know what I'm saying, losing my life or losing my freedom. And then my kids and my wife, they have nobody. So I was fighting two devils at one time, two problems at one time. So I had this surgery, man. You know, I had been praying for a while, not knowing it. You know, God's got a funny way of doing things. And, uh, I popped them two hernias, had emergency surgery. I remember my wife coming, uh, coming, coming to the hospital when I came out of surgery. I remember telling her this right here is funny. She said, "I need you to go and buy me a laptop because God told me to write." Mm-hmm. She said, "Oh, he's crazy. He's you know, his medicine. She moves it and got hold of me of medicine, standing him up, you know, because I was on the anesthesia coming out, but I was clearly." 
serious about what I said. I need to chronicle my life. I need to write down my life, you know, from, from memories from childhood up to where I was. And uh, when I got that information, there was instruction coming out of surgery. I did just that and wrote seven books and published four of them. I thought those books was going to make me a millionaire. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, you know, the Lord spoke to my spirit again and said, You won't make a dime off of this. Uh, at the time, my wife's stepfather, who was the 
you know, you, you, you go and just do your hobby. You tell yourself, if God ain't in it, it already failed. Mm-hmm. You say it one more time. Wait. If God is not in it, it has already failed. Okay? So that's, that's one of the things. That's the secret ingredient to anything that you want to do in life and be successful. As a builder, I have to understand something. You start with the foundation. If God is not in the foundation, how can anything you put on top of it stand? It just simply won't. That goes for the foundation of your marriage, the foundation of your relationship with your kids, your girlfriend, whoever, in whatever situation it is. Remember that I told you, start with the foundation and make sure that God is in your foundation. He's got to be there, otherwise nothing won't stand. Amen, amen. Real talk, real talk. He know what he's talking about, y'all. Thirteen years of thirteen years, thirteen years. Yeah, he didn't say thirteen days, thirteen months, weeks, thirteen years. Growth, teamwork. That's the best, man. Awesome. Oh yeah. you asking me about video that I did the other day? Yeah, yes, that TikTok. That blessed me. At, at TikTok, I said yesterday. It's mm-hmm. ironic that we do this for mm-hmm. aspiring black. If, if it be, and also if I have permission, maybe to to maybe show that in the in the in when I once I edit. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate that. that that's perfect. Mm-hmm. I think it may be a good segue to where we are. But as you said, you know, we mm-hmm. we seventh baby. That's it. Show this seventh baby. We haven't yeah. seen it all. What what yeah. the thing y'all don't understand is, is that you know it's a blessing to be here with, with my brother and, and seeing his gray goatee and knowing that I ain't by myself. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I think I got a little more. Big boy, I got a little more gray. Yeah, a little bit. It's a blessing. And I consider that as, as a blessing mm-hmm. for us to sit here today and, and have this conversation. You know, and thank God for the platform that he's given him uh, so that we can have this dialogue because we're continuing to plant seeds even through these conversations in each one of these podcasts. These are seeds that are being planted. And uh, if you receive the information and uh, and wholeheartedly receive the information through these podcasts, whether I'm on it or another guest is on it, information is simply this. Information is knowledge without execution. That's all it is. The more information you collect, you begin to base informed knowledge from that. Every, everybody can be have a, a certain amount of knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. But until you execute the knowledge that you have, what good was it? Say something like that. Mm-hmm. You have to execute the knowledge that you get. So all the time, I'm constantly gaining information. And I think now is a good time to, to pretty much say this. Listen, in a black community amongst men, we're, we're all, we all want to be apex. We all want to be alpha men. Definitely, right. If you all are alpha males, then how can you listen to someone? Where's the beta? You know what I'm saying? Where's the yeah. beta? Mm-hmm. So the truth of the matter is that sometimes, even though you're an alpha male, you still have to understand that there's another alpha male that has more experience than you. That's true. He may have the very keys to unlock your second, third, and fourth level. But because you won't humble yourself down to receive what another person is trying to tell you or correct you for that matter, that's another thing. We don't want to be corrected. I, I had to go through and endure so much constructive criticism that I had to change my mentality on it. Number one, 
if you're giving constructive criticism by somebody who cares about you, understand it's the difference between hating and helping. Yes, yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. See, the ignorant mind is going to, are you hating on me? You hating on me. You want to hold me back. You don't want to see me do well. But the truth of the matter is that when someone tells you something that's going to benefit you in the long run, I'd rather hear constructive criticism from somebody like a friend of mine who see where I'm going and know that that ain't really what I, where I need to be headed. I'd rather them pull me to the side and say, no, brother, you can't do it like that. You don't have to change it because that ain't a good look. Can I tell one of my sons that the same that? thing you just said? Yeah, man. Because it, it, I, I mean, that's the I love only you. I'm telling you because I love you. You're telling them because yeah. they love you. There's a difference between hate and help. And, 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 and people who really want you to win, they're going to be right there with you. They're going to be right there with you, rooting for you to win. I ain't talking about the haters in the background. Oh, he thinks he's something, because he done started a little bit. He thinks, you, you know, it's always going to be that little Somewhere. word. You know, that little, little bit. Man. Got a little band. Got, little. You know, got a little nice power. <laughs> little contract. You know, yeah. Got a little contract. Yeah. You, know, you always know the hater about the yeah. little. You know, well, little money. Little, little. money. <laughs> little money. You know, we, we here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So oh, when yeah. you get to that point where you can mm-hmm. recognize the verbiage, language, then you, you, you know how to separate yourself. Mm-hmm. Because I, I would rather much so be around people say, hey man, you're doing well for yourself, but I'm expecting more. Yeah, what you said. You know, That's constructive. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. expecting more. This is not the plateau. It ain't plateau right now. Don't be comfortable. Somebody told me a long time ago, man, it's, it's nothing wrong with being uh, in a place where you rest. But don't be complacent there. Mm-hmm. Out, that can be your permanent, permanent spot. When people get comfortable reaching a certain level, you won't do nothing. You know, but you can't, you can't get to that point as, as a businessman or, or, or running a company. You always want to see your business grow, grow, and grow, and grow, and grow. So therefore, you can never get too comfortable. You're always going to make sure that your business is running, even while you sleep your business and you make money. You should be on vacation in your business. I right. you make money. What that comes with is mm-hmm. not fine tuning, going over how your uh, your procedures are. You know what I'm saying? Going over the protocol, procedures, company policies. You're trying to think, trying to simplify things to to work without costing you liability and extra money. That's that's the mm-hmm. job of, of an entrepreneur is to simply solve other people's problems with so less money as possible. Mm. I tell one of my friends that all the time, say he wants more, he wants more, he's happy with his job, but nine to five, I tell him, uh, you have to do more, man. You know, uh, that nine to five, at that five, you want to do something to ten, if you want more. Well, you know what, you say something. But you know, I tell the guys all the time when they come, they want to work for me, some of them have experience, some of them don't have experience, but I tell them all the time, listen, truth for the matter is this right here. Uh, I'd rather turn you into a business. I'd rather, I'd rather teach you a trade mm-hmm. and, and you master that craft and become your own boss. Mm-hmm. Because as long as you punch the clock and work for me on a nine to five, you build it my career. Yeah, yeah. You build it my career. I'm paying you eight hours of your time to exchange your time for money and then tell you, you're going to enrich my career. See, this is what happened to us as, as, as Black men, we, we, we have we have gotten to a, a 
And I don't knock nine to five because everybody got to work. Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I really, I really plead for anybody who has that entrepreneurial spirit within inside of them, explore it. Mm-hmm. Explore it. Unlock that potential. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because it, I promise you, I, the very same job that I got hurt on, I watched my boss pull up in a brand new Mercedes. I remember it was a pearl white AMG kit on it, tinted windows, and that thing didn't even have a tag on it yet. I mean, man, it was so sweet. Now, I was outside smoking me a Newport at the time. I'm on Bridgeport. <laughs> I see him pushing. I was, man, I said, man, that's a nice car. I said, man, man, I'm going to give you one of them one day. I said, man, what, what do you do to get it? He said, hey, you to work for me. Stuck with me. And he said, hey, you get it, man. What, 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 what do you do to so many other people and nine times out of ten those so many people they don't have the same bills you do they're going to sit at home and find other ways to make money because they know that Tommy's got to pay uh, rent, Tommy's got to pay the lights, Tommy's got to pay this bill, that bill, so they sit back and watch that passive income come into their household every day yet we work to build somebody else's dream well I thought about this smart as I am God has allowed me to make it through the streets of doing dumb stuff, selling dope, dodging bullets, shooting people from state to state, putting up crooked clubs and (laughs) selling women's parts and things. I said, as smart as all of this wisdom and this information that I've collected over the years to navigate and do business in the streets, I know I'm smart enough to learn this corporate thing. And the truth of the matter is that Running a business is no different from being in the street. It's, not. it's just one has paperwork and it becomes legal, and the other one you better not get caught. Exactly. It's business is business. So with that being said, I knew that I had what it took. Mm-hmm. The right conversation. Think about it. In the streets, and you hustling, you better have some game. Sales, a, a, a non ketchup, you know, ketchup popsicle. You better, you better, you better have some game to sell water to a well. So your presentation got to be on point. Well, I had the presentation, so I knew how to talk to people and conduct myself. Mm-hmm. I just needed to understand structuring and how to structure the business. Then I needed the right opportunity. Once I got opportunity, I say to myself, I'm building on my destiny. That was one of my prayers, uh, and actually to this day, is uh, is uh, to ask God to. Uh, Opportunity. opportunity. A lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of people. I know they ask for 
know, handouts and different things like that, you know, want something, but, you know, I, you know, that was my prayer for a long time. That's it. Opportunity to give it to you, man. And, and the crazy thing about opportunity is it's reciprocated. Mm-hmm. So I promise you, God is already, I was answering that prayer. She's doing mm-hmm. well. Right. And I like what y'all are doing. I really do. Right. I see y'all with the drones. Mm. You know, getting yeah. area shots of things y'all doing all the way from Nashville to Atlanta, man. I just don't know where it is. You boys know what they're doing over here. Thank I you, see y'all finished playing. products, man. Uh-huh. And, and I, I see, I said, my say to myself, I said, man, that dude right there, that's what he's doing. He got them drones out there. You know, and I, and I thought about it, and, and I said to myself, that's what I'm talking about. So the opportunities that God is giving you, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what the price tag on when he gives you opportunity. Mm-hmm. You have to give it back. You have to give those same opportunities to someone. Right. And right. once you do that, you don't distract. So right. God gives me an opportunity to create a way for other young black males. Mm-hmm. Not going to limit this to black males, but other young men, period. But if he gives me those opportunities to create those ways to, to lift my brothers up first mm-hmm. and put them on game, give them wisdom and knowledge, I'm going to give them that because God gave me them. That's so right. I'm just basically passing down the kind of, you know, mm-hmm. like this the light. Man. Freely, I don't remember the verse, but freely give, yeah. freely, freely, freely give. Hey, he's going to give it mm-hmm. liberally. I mean, yeah. he's going to give it without even you asking. Anyway, 
Yeah, you don't. You know, during your probationary period, mm-hmm. you don't. They're going to walk you out. Yeah. No matter how much they like. I'm a young guy, man, and I, I really hate I wish it was something I could do. Man, you back in the same position. So they wonder why, you know, you know about a young black man on the street, you know, selling drugs and doing all kinds of crazy stuff because there's really no other alternative. You take away all the opportunities because, you know, I've called it felony. You know, I ain't just saying you, you, you go out and catch all the felonies in the world and, you know, you get you, you get redeemed. No, that's not what I'm saying. Right. What I'm saying is that there should be some type of uh, 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 in-between of mm-hmm. someone that has made a mistake 20 years ago and haven't had any right. You know, mm-hmm. trying to live a good life. They ain't had no run in. You, you know, years. served his time and years. done what years served his time yeah. and did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. But then they don't get those opportunities and you put them in a corner to the point where I don't care who you are. Ain't no man gonna sit and watch his kids go home. Don't care who you are. Say that again. Ain't no man. No. You know, I'm going to the woods. Thank God I'm a country for the plug a rabbit. Plug a deal. I'm gonna do everything I can. To right. take care of that, that baby, but the thing is, we in the city. Yeah. Who hunting around here? Only places you don't hunt is on that concrete. Yes, You're going to get the bag. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the bag. Even That's if that right. means taking a, taking a chance to, to catch another felony on top of the one that you got. So it, it's, 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 it's a hard situation for young black males to be in, but the solution is a very simple. Mm-hmm. They like to check them such security numbers then Well you said something if you would if you would uh tell uh 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 viewers <clears throat> a EIN uh, we we just call Fed ID number yeah. and, and, and you know and, and once you do make a felony, your social security number and I don't wanna to talk too much about the TikTok now like that. You know, come on, show it. But you know, once you know your, your name and your socials are all messed up, if you could explain to them about an EIN, you familiar with EIN? Yeah. Okay. So what uh, it is that you know? I talk yeah. this in, in, in those in those uh, classes in the curriculum that we we uh, we created. And what and all it is is that man, you know, you have to change your identity. And, and if, if you're already messed up one way, and you know you're not going to be redeemed from it, ain't going to give you. Then you have to change your identity. All the business is is an identity, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so if your social security number is messed up and, and you're tired of being fired every five minutes, you know, <laughs> you're tired of being fired every time you go get a job, then first thing I can advise you to do is find out what you can do that somebody will pay you for because that's a talent. I truly believe God established and made every man on the face of this earth knowing that he was going to have to toil the ground, toil the soil. That means you like to so that's why you got carpenters. That's why you got you know uh, 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 writers. That's why you got so many different occupations and trades. Out there. Mm-hmm. God gave every man a talent. Some paint, some sing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some build house. Some start business. Some clean toilets. You know, some mm-hmm. do everything. Yeah. So with that being that's said, you, you know, you you got to take that talent and that thing that you have perfected and and and, and be so good at it. Someone is willing to pay. So if you out there and, and you're a painter, you're a drywaller, uh, you, you may be out there and don't have any skills about none, I advise you to get around somebody with the wisdom and the knowledge because if they have it, soak it all up. 
intellectual property they can't take from you. And intellectual property is what your mind has created, what your mind owns. And the mind possesses skills. So my hands became my way out. The ability to, to, to the ability to see that wall and past it and what's inside of it is the skill that I possess. I can tell you how many metal studs is on that building. I can say metal because this is commercial. So I know that very, very, very likely there's metal in the walls instead of lumber, depending on when it was built. So collecting that wisdom and knowledge over time and executing it made me able to seek results. So whatever you are trying to do out there, get around somebody that can mentor you, teach you, and grow that thing that you're good at into mastering. And once you've mastered it, okay, nobody put a price tag on what you're offering it for. You know, I'd rather be much rather be the one to say, I'll do it for this, than someone tell me I'm gonna give you this to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah I wanna put my own number on it. Don't 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 tell me what my mm-hmm. skill is worth. Let, let me let mm-hmm. me be fair about it. Yeah. But ain't nobody gonna be able to tell me how much money I can make in eight to ten hours a day. Why put a limit on that? You know, mm-hmm. eight to ten hours a day. Somebody can, can honestly tell you, Zach, this is all you're limited to make today. No, I'd rather right. tell you what I want today. I I, I got that. You I, that. I definitely got that. Yeah, so, I got that. So with that being said, with that being said, you know, you have to change your identity. Find out what you're good at. Structure that thing. Create a business. It can be simple as a mm-hmm. DBA. That's doing business as that's the first less Yeah, that's the less mm-hmm. that's the that's the first business license normally people are gonna get is doing business as you can put on there that uh, uh, turtle tent shop doing business as Tom. Mm-hmm. See, because now when I present myself, I don't present myself as Tommy with the messed up social and the felony. Now I present myself as Turtle's Tent Shop. That's it. I'm a a whole different entity now. So when you would would run my background to let me do a job for you, now you view the company because the company comes with something called uh, insurance. It's insurance. So people are willing to take more of a gamble with a licensed, insured, and bonded company versus someone that just coming in and say, I can do this, I can do that. So it's important to have the structure, the insurance, mm-hmm. and the EIN number because the EIN number becomes your new social for your social. business. Mm-hmm. Humans are assigned a social security number. Businesses are assigned EIN numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if, if if you can't if you can't excel as a human, I strongly advise you to start a business and become your business because the same business is treated just like a human. It is birth. It is. It has to grow. You got to be nurtured. You got to feed it. You, 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 you got to present that thing to people. You know, people come out. This is my new baby. You got a new girlfriend. This is my new girlfriend. And look at it, y'all. Your business got to be the same thing when you take her out. You got to look good. You got to look good. You got to have the insurance on. I dare you. No, you do that. That's that's the insurance on your business. You can treat your business just like you treat a baby or a fine woman that you in love with. That's 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 all you're gonna do. Because eventually, when you get good at it, mm-hmm. it's what happens. Cars go into company names. Okay? You're going to learn. We'll do part two on this one. Right? 
Dunny Bradstreet. Ooh, you said yeah, Dunny Bradstreet. Costco, Costco and, and company mm-hmm. night. Houses, apartments go in company night. I can prove it to you. Yeah, uh, you a, a company can go and lease an apartment because he may have out of town guests come in and don't want to put them up in a hotel room. Therefore, you got a lease on it for twelve months. Being that you had a felony, but they wouldn't rent you an apartment. Now your business just got you one for you to stay in. All you got to do is make sure somebody stay there that's business-related at least twice, mm-hmm. twice a year. Come spend the night with me. We'll drink one. Can I get out and go home because I got to go to sleep. See what I'm saying? Yeah, just like that. It's all business. So I, that's one of the things we need to I think we need to explore and maybe hold some workshops. Because you won't yes. get all of this in the, you know, a TikTok video or a podcast. Because right. so I, I don't want to give anybody... Uh, I don't want to give anybody a false hope any information and say that it's just that easy. Because you're going to have to put the work in. Mm-hmm. And it ain't, it ain't just to get out of jail free card or I got an EIN now and this is me. Right. Excuse me. One of the most serious things that I will say, Herman, Big Bro, I'm going to tell you something, is that when you choose to start that business, mm-hmm. be for real about it. Because People are going to scrutinize your business like they scrutinize you being a So you can't, and so I'm looking at Cameron to tell you guys this, ladies, this. You cannot be halfway out of the streets and in the, in, in the business office. See what I'm saying? It ain't going to never work. I say it one more time. You can't be in the streets halfway and in the office halfway. It's either you're going to be in the streets. You're going to be in your business, growing your business, but you cannot mix the two. So get that. You can't mix the two. You can't even network with other people who are not out of that lifestyle because they're going to bring that to your thing that you got going on. And, and, and networking in the business world, as you know, you ain't nothing without networking. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And that's one of the hardest things that's, that's, that's so hard for black people to do is network because we always figure, feel like, I don't want to get rid of me. I ain't gonna give him this wisdom. I ain't gonna give him that bug. Right. Well, I mean, I ain't never seen nothing stupid yeah. in my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would rather network with anybody who is like-minded like me. Mm-hmm. Well, man, you talked to the What I said? Just, I said, yeah. I said, I said, man, look at here. I'm gonna be coming up on some projects. Yeah. So you every last one of them. Sure did. I'm glad you remind you remember me. That? Yeah, it was just a few weeks ago. A few weeks so, ago. As a matter of fact, you even called me on and put me up on the job. So, so it, yeah, you put me on the job. Yeah, because I think I, mm-hmm. I, I, the reason I say that is because <clears throat> what sense is it for me to hold back your money or your yeah. opportunity? What's it hurt? What's what, it? Yeah. What am I going to do if I if I if I don't if I haven't mastered what mm-hmm. you guys do? I'd be selfish to stand mm-hmm. in the way of you getting that opportunity. Because the same opportunity is going to come around to me because you might be working with somebody in one of these uh, offices, one of these homes. That's they got right. something they need tow out and fix. Oh, I got the right guy for you. We call Mr. Lewis right now. We don't do it. We yeah. don't do that. Uh-huh. Call Mr. Lewis. He got you. Yeah. You know, but that's how you help each other grow. And until we get to that point to where, you know, we don't mind seeing each other grow, mm-hmm. we, 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 it's, it's not enough. So much I want to say, y'all forgive me, but we gotta get to a point where we 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 okay with celebrating with other people Amen. when they're successful. That's that's serious. We, got, we gotta get to a point where we okay with 
a lot of people are not okay with that. You know, I want to be the type of person who I've been. We, we catch up with each other. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I did this, I did that, man. Right. God is blessing. I want to they see what that's going to do is feel me. You know what I'm saying? My brother's sticking to this. He cried in this pain. I ain't the only one going through these low spots and these high no, spots and no, low spots. No. We go through them too, man. We go through them together. Uh-huh. See, like right now, we off right now. See, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gonna have some. <laughs> we gonna have some slow down, right right man. Uh, oh man, we've been out for ten, nine, nine this morning. Well, see, that's uh-huh. a lesson, though, man. It it's is. gonna be some folks ain't gonna get out of six thirty in fight traffic to get home. Uh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Right, we, we we love them days too. We love them, we love them days, days too. too. Yeah, no, that's right. Uh huh. We love them days too, man. We got. I think Wednesday gonna be a nice little day for us. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Any more questions? Y'all got me. Y'all got me here. Y'all got me. Let Mr. Mr. Glee. Next person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Hey, brother, It's a few questions I can't even ask because because you you, you hit them. Uh, one of the, the, the hobby, uh, and, and while Mr. Glee's getting his, the hobby, you touched on it, and that's one of the questions I was going to ask about a hobby, you know, because that could be the start of a business. Hobby, EIN number, Duns and, you know, Duns and Bradstreet, and go from there. Yeah, see, that's mm-hmm. the thing. A lot of people don't understand that, man. You know, I see all the time, man, mm-hmm. you know, and, and see, I, all right, I'll tell you this. So, usually what I think, what I consider hobbies mm-hmm. is basically a business in training. Okay. Because, right. see, you, you, you're right. really just doing it as a hobby, but uh-huh. you notice, like, say, this, say this is the barber that don't have mm-hmm. a license, but he's the kitchen barber. Uh, we, we all had we all grew up with it, right? We all grew up, yeah. We all grew up. Clippers and cut you up, you look uh, better than you came out of, yeah. out of the barber shop. I got two, houses, two houses down. You see know what I'm saying? Yeah. You get it as a hobby. You might drop them off five, ten dollars here. Yeah. But then when it's still got perfected, how many twenty five? Oh yeah. Because yeah. you're not paying for the hobby, you're paying for the skill. There you go. So the hobby turns into a business. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So it's, it's a hobby is just business and training. All the way from the, the young lady who braid hair in the living room watching the shows. That's it. She's so wicked with it, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. She gets you tight, the corn rolls, the dreads, the locks, yeah. all of that when she's doing it at home and getting a little few tips here and there. You know, a little bit of money here and there. All that's a hobby and training. That's a business and training. At that point, until mm-hmm. she takes that hobby to getting that LLC or that, that DBA, uh-huh. all it is is training. Right. She's perfecting her craft. And once you master mm-hmm. that craft, you put a price tag on it. Price tag. I, I hope young folks, uh, all, all middle-aged folks, yeah. older folks, put a price on that hobby. Put a price on that hobby. Mm-hmm. Told you, you got to find what, what, what you do best. Yeah. That you can charge people for people willing to pay because you do it the best. Mm-hmm. And that's where your money is. That's it. Okay, uh, who's your biggest supporter? My biggest supporter? Yes, sir. Hmm. Man, I'd say, I, I say I've got a few, but I think I say I got a few. So I, I'll answer this way. Male-wise, my yeah. biggest supporter would be Brothers, Deacon Lewis, my brother. I know, I know, yeah, I know him. I know him. Special, special. Mm-hmm. Guy. He sat on the porch for me one day. I was, in, I was at that green machine at Dodge and Perth. 
sitting down on the porch, looking out the phone, transform. I was sitting in the transform. I got up and sat on the porch, and then people started to be so, what's wrong, bro? You know, I feel it. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, don't worry about it. God gonna bless you. I'm trying to buy a red seal. You in a truck, you gonna have a trailer, you gonna have a van, you gonna get an office. This is when I ain't had nothing but that Dodge and 15 projects trying to figure out how I'm gonna get a done. Uh, Everything this man told me came true. Came true. I've never seen your brother uh, uh, down or anything. Any, everything that same, he has said to me is encouraged. He already seen He already seen and he's also on TikTok too. Oh, he's, he's, he's also he's also on TikTok too. He's he's got trip, he's so he makes some places that I can see. Man, you gonna have to go see uh, uh, Miss Miss Peace and get them dreads done. And you can't just be on there like that, bro. I, I, I get chiseled. I don't restrain it. Most people don't know. You know my brother uh, born with a disability, speech impediment problem. But I, and they say all the time, man, you don't restrict him. I said, nah, I want him to be as free as he wants to be. I want him to, to be able to express himself, even if it has, he has to work on, uh, you know, getting the pronunciation right, you know, and because it, and restricting him and, and trying to uh, correct him every five minutes may be a way that shuns him the way he does not want to talk. But the more he tries it, and the more I say, yeah, but if you said it like this, it'd be better, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's one of the things to where, to be honest with you, hey man, let me tell you something. That man say less and means more. Yeah. Okay. If you knew him, you would you understand what you just said. That man say if he say less and it means it means more. The less you say, the, the more powerful it is. And I promise you that. Uh, I say we've been here with in this podcast. We're gonna have some good content. But man, I tell you what, I didn't got more out of a paragraph. Than and he stopped talking. He encouraged. I need to do a 180. 
I had to do a 180 on my attitude. I had to do a 180 on my, my thought process. I had to do a 180 on my accountability as a man and a father. You know, I had to look at myself in the mirror and, 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 and you know, and, and own my own. You know, I had to own my own. You know, so important. I had to own it. You know, this ain't, these ain't nobody's problems but mine. Ain't, ain't nobody else supposed to take care of my wife. Ain't nobody supposed to take care of my kids. Ain't nobody supposed to pay for these mistakes I made. I can argue and be mad about paying child support and women getting on my nerves all 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 I do it, you know, all day. But the fact of the matter is, they mine. So I had to own that responsibility that ain't nobody else's obligation but mine. Now I knew I couldn't pay them with a two cent paycheck, so I had to start doing some things to change my trajectory where I wanted to go. And I knew I couldn't make enough money on a warehouse salary to take care of all them kids. So I had to rely on that God-given talent and perfect it and wait for the opportunity to execute it and with that way we go. So that's who, they were, they were my biggest supporters because they had faith in that that dad was going to build something out of nothing. Yeah, that was it. Real talk, I can't make this up because of time. No, that's a blessing for time. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I know it came from the streets, came from church, and and, and like you said, the 180. The 180. 180. Uh, Definitely 180. That's real. You don't want to do a 360. No, you don't want to do 360. You're going to come right back. You're going to be right back. Run to the wall. Run to the wall. I mean, seriously, man. If I did some 360s, man, I could take up a lot of places. I don't know the 360s, too. Hey, Phil, we wouldn't even be here with this podcast right now, man. What you say? We, we, we wouldn't even be here on this platform, bro. We wouldn't. So I, I thank God for the, for the wisdom uh, to understand that, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's the concept, it's the mind, it's how you perceive things, and, 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 and just the, the courage to go out here. We got to have courage to be out here as black entrepreneurs, man. You, know? you, you got to have courage, man. And I, I'm going to be honest and say this right here. It takes a special type of person. Mm-hmm. To wake up one day and say, I ain't going back to work. It that's does. Loud. It does. You know, that's unnerving. Un- un- it's coming. Yeah, when you can walk away. But, uh, my sister Erica, uh, I'm going to plug her. You deserve it. She's doing some big stuff. I'm not, I'm not Facebook friends, but I see her tag. You know, she's doing some big things. Man. My sister Erica, man, has got a company called Know That. Y'all download Know That. N O D A T. Know That. And uh, she's in the tech world, man. Mm-hmm. But I watched her walk away at and you know, she, really? she, 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 five, six figure, uh, you know, uh, 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 career. And she wow. struck out and followed her good, man. I started a, a, a tech company. Now she's speaking. Now she's doing a, so I got a plug on investors. No, uh, invested in the company. Amazon investing in the company. You see, you just, it, it takes a certain amount of nerve, right, mm-hmm. to make you uncomfortable with your situation and force you into doing something else. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And when we get to that point to where God will make us uncomfortable, if you mm-hmm. and you got to watch what you pray for and be specific. <laughs> Man, let me <laughs> say this right here. you got to uh-huh. be specific in your prayers when you're asking God for something. Because he will give you exactly what you ask him for. But if you ain't careful to understand what you ask him, 
You know what I'm saying? And, and know what you're going to do when he give it to you. Well, but the reason, a lot of times, the reason why God don't answer those prayers is because he knows you ain't studied. You ain't weighed the cost. You ain't fully evaluated what you're asking him for. You see what I'm saying? Like you pray, I pray to God he make, make me a millionaire. Well, God made you a millionaire and you don't understand finances. Kill you get it for nothing. You might kill yourself because you don't understand that type of money. You that type of access. Because see, when you're a millionaire, you they ain't just going down the street after work and get you a bottle of Parmesan or a bottle of, you know what I'm saying? Control, Casamigos, whatever you drink. When you're a millionaire, you have access to so much other stuff. Things that, that people can put you on to think, no, we don't do this, we do that. You got to try this, you got to try that. You, you're not accustomed to that. And you can afford it, it's right there at your fingertips. So sometimes God knows that answering certain prayers will be our demise. It'll literally be the, the end of us. So I don't pray that God makes me a millionaire. I pray that God gives me the opportunity to make not only myself wealthy, but other people around me. I don't put a tag on how much money I want to make. I want the opportunities to come to where everybody that comes in contact, everybody around me begins to prosper. See, wealth is not, wealth is, is truly. It's not money. It's the same money that we, we you know, that they print is, is worthless. It's worthless. Money holds no value. And when you really understand that money holds no value, you will really truly understand what's really valuable in your life. That's your family. That's the people around you that love you. That's wealth. You know, when you wake up and people are concerned about you, you can't pay for that. You can't pay for that. Not true concern, you know. You know, I'll be going through this, I'll be going through that. Bro, what's going on with you, man? You gonna be alright? No. People who love you. Love you enough to man, you slipping. You need you need to hold up, man. I ain't I ain't be rocking like that. That's well. Kids that, that grow up and, and do well because of the example that you provide. You know, hold their, their your daughters hold their their new boyfriends and soon to be husbands to a high standard and raise the bar. Soon to be husbands. She met, she she will measure him by the example that you showed her when she was growing up by treating her mama a certain way. That's well. Hey man, you don't believe me? Look at the opposite way. The same husband who go home with the wife beat on, play the games, the video games all day, and, and let his wife go to work. Now watch his son and daughter evaluate how he is. And when he becomes 16, 17 years old, it's sitting at home. Let them gather, do something for you. He ain't seen nothing. Why do you think most young black men go out here and get it by any means necessary to provide for the woman they love? Same reason. They grew up in a household watching their mama struggle. So the very first thing that's in that young man's head is this right here. I gotta go get it for her. And she ain't gonna want for nothing. So that's why we take those penitentiary chances. When the yeah, rapper get on and get his million dollar contract, what's the yeah. first thing he gonna do? Buy his mama what? Systematically, this thing is, 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 is entwined in our heads, and I want to be able to do more, and maybe we'll do a part two on this thing. Please. Two, three. Two, three. I, I want to do that's more. Mentorship. Exactly, Thurman. You got mm -hmm. to do that's the mindset, because it's so much that we got to teach. 
uh, these young men, man, that it's, it's absolutely crazy, man. You know, yeah. put this in there. Yeah, so they'll 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 log on to part two. They're gonna log okay. part two. Yeah. We're gonna put this in the here, bro. Part two, we're gonna make sure we go through this right here. But the the the, the reason for mentorship and surrounding yourself with other people who know more than you, have more than you. This is not a competition, what I'm saying. You have to, you got to select the right mentor, the person who has more than you. Because if he has more than you, that means he has more knowledge. He, he, he navigated to a certain point to obtain more. So I want to attach myself to people who have more, people who have access. You know, I don't want to be going out with my friends and I got to pay the tab. I don't even want to go out with my friends and they pull out a horse chunk of money in their pocket and paying the, the, the tab with, you know, because if it's all you got, if you're not just other team, if you pull out a horse chunk in your pocket, it's one of the things I learned early on doing dirt. If you pull a horse chunk out of your pocket, number one, you're drawing attention. Number two, that's probably all the money you got. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You see, when exactly. I start hanging around the right people, I, I got this. They don't pay with cash unless they're tipping the waitress and don't want the government to take the tip. But they pull out cards. Everybody who I want to go out with and surround myself with is, is, is swiping cards. Not walking around with, you know, 10, 30, $20,000 and they pocket like these rappers do and these dope too boys. Too, too much attention, man. I want to surround myself with people who carry themselves to say, find the right mentor. You said something. I want to say, uh, one more, and, I, and I, I know I've spoken to you about my big, you, you met uh, Andre Brinson before uh, the uh, guy at the, uh, what we did. Uh, thrift, thrift store. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Clark. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got a brother. You know, he at a S. J. Death Andre Brinson. He's uh, also Men of Valor. I don't know if you know I've heard of that. Men of Valor. Men of Valor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, matter of fact, uh, the uh, uh, governor, our governor right yeah. now, uh, Bill Lee. He he yeah. he was a, he's a volunteer. That's uh, right, man. And uh, he he was, he was, he used to tell us you need somebody that's that's doing better than you. You know, respectfully. Respectfully. And and someone that you can maybe not doing what you're doing is under you. I don't mean to say yeah, under you, you, but you get what I'm ain't saying. Ain't where you are. And not where you are. That That's you right. can teach. You need to be taught and you need to teach someone. Pass it on, man. Pass it on. Same thing. It's, it's simple, just mm-hmm. like that, man. And we, we go through it all the time. <clears throat> I mean, how why is it that when, when like, why is it that Thurman, Brad, Big Brother, has put this, got this platform going? that know that the information and the knowledge needs to be out there, but it won't be shared, it won't be commented on, it won't be liked, it won't be passed on. But I guarantee you watch this right here. The same information we're mm-hmm. trying to give these young people, watch what the industry has done. See, I've seen this thing for what it is. Y'all can be like, man, he's telling the truth, but it's real. When we were coming up, there were CDs that we listened to that helped mm-hmm. us be the man that we are. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. Too Short taught you how to get it out of a yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I learned that from my dad. Yeah. I learned that from Too Short. Right. Yeah, you are. Easy and Dre and Yellow and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Cash Money No Limit was one of my money. friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No all, all, the, all them groups and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they taught you how to go in the streets and, 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 and you know what I'm saying, raise hell. Yeah. They taught you that. KRS One and all of them taught you about being, you know, being lit, you know, being woke, you know, conscious minded. They taught us that. And now to this very same day, record industry, and I tell you what, they martyr people stuff like that. But the rest of record industry, hey, these little boys, $10 million to put a recipe, put a recipe behind a tight beat. 
And that same recipe is how to go out here and, and pull your Draco, you know what I'm saying? And, and shoot this person up and pull this lick off and this stuff. But with these young boys, I listen to that. And that, that same, the same lyrics becomes mentorship. It becomes mm-hmm. information. And, and without the right structure, they go out here and they execute it and then they, they're stuck in the same situation that's going to get the felony or get them life in prison or six feet under the ground. But the same type of information that we're trying to give them, it's because they don't have a tight track on it. Right. Nobody pay no attention to it. They don't know what you're talking about. They don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so we got we to try to bridge that gap and and, and maybe that's what, you know, we'll get together and work on it. We, 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 hey, we know music. I, music, we do Get some good producers. We put some tight tracks together. And we'll play some tight tracks through some of this to keep the attention span focused on what we're trying to give you. So if it's on us to, you know, repackage the information that we're trying to give out, mm-hmm. we'll go behind closed doors and work the bugs out. We'll figure out a way to, to grab these young people's attention with the same type of recipe that the music industry has. You got to put a DJ in the background and mix up scratches to get your attention <laughs> while right. we have having the conversation. Let's do it. They do it on mm-hmm. Drunk Kings, don't Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something I watch. I watch, I watch yeah. this podcast. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they do yeah. it on that podcast. Drink, uh, drink, 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 yeah, well, oh, you got Puff Daddy, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's endless, yeah. So, uh-huh. Y'all blessed me today. Oh, you blessed us, bro. You blessed us, bro. You blessed us, bro. I'm soaking a whole lot of you now. Thank you. Thank you. That's not yeah, thank you. More than welcome, man. Yeah, you got anything you want to say? Good, bro. If you were to say, if you would tell us, uh, well, last about your business and, and, and how to find you right. and, uh, all your, um, Information that you want to yeah, please. Hey, yo, uh, really easy to find, man. Y'all gonna see the morning white bands outside. Square, square. And, I, and, I, and I like your logo. Oh, yeah, man. It's got little similarities. Yeah. Little, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, not on my head, but I think on this year. Yeah. Y'all gonna see these little white bands running around Nashville. Uh, square footage, maintenance, and remodeling. Uh, remember, guys, y'all contact us for all of your maintenance needs throughout the house. You got a grandma, single mama, elderly family members that you know, can't get to the roof and get small things done around the house. Our company's just fit for you. Uh, if you're an investor or something like that and you got houses that you want to remodel, uh, you know, put some equity in the house and charge top dollar as Nashville is doing. Everything is high. It's expensive here. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely go-to people for that. So we specialize in uh, remodeling houses uh, things like that. But y'all can find us on the web at squarefootageremodeling.com contact the office at 615-562-7607. Uh, get us up and uh, call us. We'll come out and see what we can get done for you. Looking to see y'all. God bless you. God bless you. Thank y'all for joining us. Clean Freaks Podcast. Thurman. Mr. Glee. <laughs> we out. <Yeah. laughs> bless you. Bless you, bro. Y'all good with it? Yeah.